Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the Empty Diaries. I'm your host, Andy Skinner, for this week. Well, actually, for every week. And uh, yeah, this week, I lost my job. Yay! Hey, hope you're all keeping safe and well. Uh, thankfully, a little bit the world is getting a little bit better than we um, have been experiencing. So apologies first for not uh, posting for a couple of weeks. Uh, it's been a bit manic, actually. Um, I actually uh, left my job, or I, I took voluntary redundancy from my position in my company. So hopefully, not hopefully, I don't know why I'm saying this, I ain't got a Scooby. Um, in a nutshell, I, was, I, I jumped before I was pushed, and I mean that in a good sense. You know, they're a good company to work for. And since the uh, COVID-19 uh, epidemic that spread around the world, as with a lot of companies, um, income has been difficult for uh, companies. So, you know, we were on furlough, as I've said in the last uh, few episodes. Um, we've been on furlough since uh, April, hoping that everything would go back. Um, but as with a lot of companies, you know, a lot of our clients have left um, because they shut up shop and done stuff, excuse me. So it was, you know, they made the difficult decision to offer people redundancy. Now I've been there for quite a few years and there's a lot of youngsters in there below me and, um, you know, knowing full well sort of how the company were and the management that I report to, it was evident that I was going to go. So we had our, our uh, online meeting, as it were, and uh, I put my hand up straight away to go. Like I said, I've been there a few years, so I've come out with quite a good package but it still means, you know, that I don't now have a job for the first time in many, many years. So what do I do? I don't know. I'm going to see what's out there. I want to try and get something before um, other people uh, get made redundant, which is going to happen. Unfortunately, is the way of the world at this moment in time. Um, I don't hold anything at all against the, the company I've just left. You know, it's a business decision. They have to look after the business. And the clients then, people may think, oh, yeah, that's great. It's an honorable thing. Well, it is business. Um, you know, it's got to be done. They have to look after their existing clients and, and the, the um, leftover staff that are there. The, it, the sector that I'm in, obviously, I'm not going to name it, but it's it's a tough sector. Uh, we were the market leader for many years. And obviously, as new technologies come along, um, it's got more competitive. So, you know, it's... When I first went there, our product was a lot, a lot of money, and then it's you know probably quartered in price now to compete with the, the with the newbies that are coming along. So, like I say, I don't hold anything uh, against them. It's a business, and you know it is makes sense. You know, so for for me to go, it was sort of my time uh, to go, and you know a few things didn't go my way with the company and. The issue that I have, obviously, is having a being a person with a disability. So, you know, as much as the company ticked all those boxes, you know, um, they now don't, well, they don't have a person with a disability now. Uh, maybe some with a mental disability. But you, what do I do? I, I don't know. Um, now, in the past, when I was younger, I did find it very difficult to get jobs. I'm qualified uh, quite highly in my sector. 
and you know for me trying to get a job is just ridiculous because I've been very open about my disability and and when I went for the interview for this current job um, believe it or not on the day of the interview my prosthetic broke so um, I found them said look my legs broken do you still want me to come along and yes please so I went on my crutches so and I, but I didn't want the sympathy vote you know I didn't want people to think oh well let's give it to him because of that I've done a lot in my time and the the, the two guys the, the lady and the gentleman interviewed me um, you know thankfully we're interested in the personality and could I do the job rather than about the looks you know I'm extremely handsome <laughs> as I say to myself when I look in the mirror um, but below the waist um, you know it's uh, it's a different kettle of fish so uh, you know thankfully I got the job and I got very good at the job and very successful at it um, I suppose some of you are asking well could I not go to um, another company within that sector Potentially, possibly, you know, got to get out there and I've got to earn some pennies. And so, yeah, that that's where I'm at. And like I say, that affecting me as a disability, it's going to be difficult for me to get a job with a disability. And believe it or not, it does make a difference. Companies won't admit it. Um, but, you know, that's the way it is. I've, I've never focused on my disability, even through the, through the redundancy process. Not once did I mention yeah, oh, I'm, I'm got a disability. I've only got one leg. You know, I, I need more money out of it. Maybe I should have done, but I didn't. You know, that's not me. That's not how I want. And and throughout all the time I've been there, even my meetings with HR, at no time did I ever say, "Oh, because of this." Actually, no. I tell a lie. Once I needed a raised desk, and because uh, I stand up quite a lot, I don't like sitting down at a desk. So I needed a raised desk and a higher chair, which. Yeah, it was a bit problematic uh, for the head of my department. Didn't really want to do it. But, um, hey, that's a different story. But I don't hold it against them, and I've never used it against them, and I never will with the company. That's not me. That's not how I work. I want people to uh, you know, support me and promote me and employ me based on my knowledge and my uh, excellent CV, as it were. So I'm going to be pumping out my CV uh, over the next uh, few weeks to try and get somewhere. You know, I could, say I could live, I could retire and, and live off what I've got. But again, I'm bored. And that's been evident during furlough. I've hated being on furlough. Um, I like to meet people. I like to talk to people and I like working. I'm of that age where I like to work. You know, I'm not one of these these snowflakes, these youngsters that, oh, well, I want it given on a plate to me and I want to earn all this money with no experience and no knowledge and stuff like that. It winds, it winds the hell out of me. Um, unfortunately, that's the way the world I is going at the moment. And uh, so there's a lot of knowledge being lost to the youth who can't be bothered or can't be asked to, to learn anything. And like I say, want it given on a plate. No, if you if you like that. Um, for me, um, you know, I, I think you should bring back national service. I think all the youth, when they leave school, all the youngsters should go and do two years in either the Army, the Navy or the Air Force. Learn respect, learn honour, uh, learn the basic things like cooking, camping, ironing, cleaning, looking after yourself. And then once you've done that, those two years, you come out and hopefully there's a job waiting there for you or you stay in. That's entirely up to you. Um, you know, our grand leader, Boris Johnson, did say we are no longer a military superpower. Um, do we need do we need to be a military superpower here in the UK? Don't know. Um, I'm not a big fan of war. I don't like war. I don't think there's a need for it now. But that's that's again my view on it. Maybe a different podcast later on. 
in the future, as it were. But, you know, unfortunately we haven't got it. So I'm competing against school leavers um, that have grown up with the sector that I uh, work in. And uh, it's going to be difficult for me, for sure, for my age and, and my disability to, to get somewhere. I'll probably end up working in a hardware store or something like that, which is a common running joke in the UK. There's a company called B&Q. There's like a hardware store on the edge that they employ, which is great, sort of over 50s. I'll probably end up doing that. I don't care. As long as I'm doing something and I'm bringing a few pennies in just to pay some of the bills, I'm not worried about it. I just want to go out and meet people. I so say I'm not worried about the money side of it. I just want to go meet people, have a chat, you know, and, and do my job to the best of my ability. So, you know, like I say, it's going to be difficult. I know there's a lot of you out there that hopefully have got jobs not based on a disability, but I also appreciate how difficult it is to, to get a job. Um, you know, what does the future hold for me? I ain't got a Scooby, mate. I don't know. I really, really don't. Hopefully get another position quite quickly. If I can, then great. Uh, if not, then, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't want to sign on to be unemployed. I don't want to gain, don't, I don't want to get benefits of anything. That's not me. That's not how I work. It's not what I want to do. I want to crack on and, and, and get in. So, you know, I've had a few inquiries. People sort of ring me and uh, email me to say I've got a bit of work here for you. So, um, and that's not me saying anything. That's just them them hearing on the grapevine that I've you know I've I've lost my job. So, like I said, I'm good at what I do. And uh, you know, if there's anybody out there that wants to employ an IT guy, and uh, yeah, let's let's see how that goes. But like I say, the future it's look the future's bright. Future is what you make it. You know, that's what you, you know, in the quote I'm going to finish with, fear not for the future, weep not for the past. So you can't fear the past because it's happened. You can only fear the future, but don't fear the future. Life is what you make it. I've been through enough stuff. Sorry, I just kept my keyboard there. I've been through enough in my life not to give a hoot about what people think about me. Um, I know I'm good at what I do. I know I'm good at communicating and being with people, and I think hopefully that evident that comes across uh, through these these podcasts that I've been doing. I think this is episode number nine. So you know, even thinking about doing this, do I finish this? And you know, do I sell the gear that I purchase? Because you know, I spend a bit of money purchasing the microphones and the you know the 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 podcast deck and you know, the screen and stuff and what have you. So do I get rid of all that or do I, and then just podcast from the phone, which a lot of new people do, but I like to sound good. I think this sound coming through is good. As much as it's great doing it through the phone, it's doing that. So maybe I'll, I'll, I'll post the gear up for sale and see if I can do that and then just still carry on with doing the podcast, but it won't be as good quality as this, um, saying that there is an echo in the background. Um, so I'll just use my, my phone and upload it that way, which I can do. So it's... Yeah, it's everything's in the air at the moment. No idea what the future holds for me, but I'm patient and I know I know that something's going to come along for me and uh, everything will be all right, you know. My children are old enough now, one's one's, you know, left and uh the youngest he's only got a couple of years left at school. Once he's left school then that opens up a whole new different kettle of fish for me because I'm hoping he's going to go into uh the services and uh, do his thing. And, uh, you know, if he does that, that's going to be great. That leaves me to, you know, move abroad if I can do. And I need to be in a hot region. 
a lot of disabled people or a lot of people with disability or especially amputees or people that have had a motorbike, not even disabled people actually, people that have had an accident that have either broken an arm or dislocated something, you notice when it gets colder that you know you will start to ache quite a, quite a lot more. I'm just going to alter my microphone here, sorry. Um, so you'll ache a lot more when it's when it's colder. Now when it's sunny, it's amazing. When I when I love the summer. Uh, when I was in South America this year in January, obviously it's their summer there, and it was oh, I didn't ache at all. It was beautiful, and like I said in my earlier things, it was a fantastic trip there to South America and Chile. Love to live out there. Who knows? Who knows one day what happens? But that hot air, so that hot air, that hot sun, having that that nice um, feeling that you're not going to wake up. Oh God, it's cold, or it's going to get cold. Excuse me. Um, so you you know people know what I'm on about. You know it's you know it's going to be cold because you start just to ache a little bit. Whether that's old age or not, and that happens to to old people. I don't know, maybe that's just it, and I'm just being a bit of a wuss um, on that, but that's just the way I am. So, you know, that's where I'm at at the moment. Like I say, apologies for not doing anything. Thankfully, the Formula One season started again, the championship. So Austria was this weekend just gone, uh, which was amazing. Uh, I'm a bit of a Lewis fan because I think his arrogance and his confidence, even though it's a fine line, it reminds himself as me. And... Uh, you know, it's it, it was great. It's a great race. So we got the the next one, round two at Austria again at the Spielberg Ring. I can't remember what it's called now. The 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 one for this is the area that's going in. So it's going to be a short season, but it's going to be a great season. So roll on the the silver arrows in their in their black livery car, livery, whatever you want to call it. And whatever you're doing out there, I hope you're doing well. I hope that you are still employed. I hope that you are still, you still have family members. And I mean that in a good way. It's a sad world we're in at the moment, and it's very sad. And, you know, wear a mask. I wear a mask wherever I go. Please, please look after yourself because, you know, COVID hasn't gone. It's not going to go anytime soon. And, you know, especially if you're in this, you listen to this in the States, um, we feel sorry for you because, you know, it's, again, the leadership potentially hasn't been great um, and or acted quick enough. That's the same here in the UK, got according to some people. Please wear a mask, wash your hands and, uh, you know, be respectful of other people. And, you know, it's not just you that's going to be affected. It's somebody else, you know, hand wash, hand gel, carry that with you. Not to to be too dissonant, but you've you've look you've got to. This is a dangerous world we're in, and you know it's evident that a lot of us are going to be losing our jobs, our livelihoods, and we'll be in a worse position than we were this time last year. So please look after yourself. Like I say, we're all on major platforms. Platforms. See, I, I can't do it. We're on all major podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, to name a few. Please subscribe and you'll be notified when a new episode is released. Hopefully I'll, now I'm not working, I'll make it a little bit uh, longer. Although there's no excuse actually because I've been on furlough since since April. So, you know, to be only on number nine still uh, on that. Um, like I say, uh, Star Wars quote, always end one Star Wars quote, fear not the future, weep for the past. And like I say, if you've got anything that you want, any questions you want to ask me, Please do. Uh, the Amputee Diaries at iCloud.com. That's the Amputee Diaries at iCloud.com. We are also on the IG, bruv, um, Instagram, 
So I'm trying to be hip and cool there. Didn't really work out. So we're on Instagram, the Empty Diaries, and also Twitter. Um, I've been a bit more vocal, not vocal. I've been a more more pa- thing about Instagram than I'm Twitter. Twitter's more for me is more of a. I get wound up with Twitter. Um, it's a bit businessy, and there's some idiots on there that uh, like to wind people up. And uh, so I'm more Instagram posting photos of my amputation and, and my life as an amputee so far, you know, with the volleyball and golf and everything like that. But so if you've got any, t- I'm digressing, I apologise. So if you've got any questions or you fancy appearing on the show, and the amputee diaries at iCloud.com, we'll have a look at that. And uh, stay safe, everybody. And we will see you in the next episode of the Amputee Diaries. See you later. Thank you.